Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Conversations Over Coffee. My name is Ijoma, aka Madam Femford. Everybody calls me IJ generally. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's episode is the second part of the two-part series on the topic rape education. And we're just going to get dive straight into it, okay? On the previous part, the last episode, I talked rape education, what rape means, the difference between rape and sexual assault, how rape is a part of the very wide umbrella of sexual assaults, the consequences, what can be done to a person legally in this country, Nigeria, what the law say, what the books say generally, and I hope, I know that I was able to pass the message across, so I recommend that you go back and listen. So on this episode, we're kind of flipping the coin. I'm talking about false rape accusation. Yeah, because I realized that a major reason why rape cases are not taken seriously is because half the time, these accusations are false. And so when a person says, I was raped, the complaint may not be taken seriously because it is believed that she could be lying. And sadly, sometimes that is the case and a lot of people are not aware that there are consequences to this like you cannot just wake up in the morning and decide oh today i want to chase clouds i want to gather sympathy i want to be petty and so i'm going to accuse a person that i previously had consensual sex with or consented sex with of rape that is crazy like and the fact that people do not know that their punishments for acts like this kind of fuels the fire like the fire of uh, false rape accusation stories never seems to die off. So this makes for, for rather sens- insensitive responses or reactions to rape stories in the future because when they, let's say when the person I know has been accused wrongly and another person or another friend of mine says she has been raped, I may not react well. I can think of what if she's just acting or making stuff up. So this is usually why we have rape apologists. Like, so I'll talk about why you should really not be accusing a person of rape, okay? First, let's define rape. Let's redefine rape again. According to my previous podcast, or like I said before, rape is unlawful sexual intercourse or activity carried out forcibly with a person uh, under threat of injury against the person's will or with a person who is beneath a certain age or who is incapable of valid consent because of either mental illness, mental deficiency, intoxication, unconsciousness or deception and sexual harassment is or encompasses anything and everything that has to do with unwelcome sexual behavior wherever, in a workplace, in a social situation, wherever, just any anytime it happens or however it happens. So we know that rape, false rape accusations get a lot of attention and that false rape accusations rarely lead to wrongful convictions and jail time because, well, if you're lying, it gets easier eventually to spot a lie if the case is followed up. You know, the truth they say always wins at the end. <laughs> well, unless it's a planned deal, right? Unless you have been set up, unless the accuser goes out of her way to set up the accused, then, uh, well, but if it's a cooked up story, with no concrete evidence or proof of crime, then there's no case. But what we do not know is that there are legal consequences for falsely accusing a person and that these falsely accused people suffer too, emotionally and otherwise. On this podcast, I will get to the legal implications, but first let's talk about the reasons and effects. 
of this crazy act i'm going to say crazy a lot on this podcast because my mind is really blown <laughs> so why why accuse people wrongly why what are the likely reasons from research yeah of course you guys know i always read up and get my facts right before recording right so yeah from research i have summarily listed five major reasons why women accuse men of rape first revenge yeah a person can decide to take revenge against another person and decide to accuse them wrongly it could be even a woman accusing a man a group of women setting up another man you know just take just take revenge and all that second reason is uh could be to prove an alibi so in an attempt to conceal or deny what she's doing she can put the blame on someone else for instance in a case where a woman is caught in sexual entanglement yes with another man she could deny her consent and falsely accuse the man of raping her just to cover up her infidelity a third reason uh, is she could just be seeking attention or trying to gather sympathy this happens a lot especially in this era of social media and all that desire to trend and attract social buzz so a lot of women use the tool of victimization and it usually works for them like i still cannot understand it though but it does people trend on twitter and all that I, I i really do not understand why people want to trend on twitter for crazy reasons like this but you see we're talking about it because it exists uh the fourth reason is regret this is kind of self-explanatory i think we have had sexual um consensual sex before as two adults so, and all of a sudden you know I regret it maybe due to a fallout or maybe cyberbullying or a misunderstanding and I regret it and I just feel okay I'm going to tag it as rape I don't want to be I don't want it to be known that I ever said yes to you and so I'm just going to say you raped me again crazy finally the fifth reason is for the material gain if a lady accuses a man wrongly and somehow wins the case case she could demand for a lot of money in financial compensation and trust me oof that is usually a lot of money please do not do this for the money like i am literally appealing right now like the monetary gain is the most absurd reason why i think a person should um accuse a person wrongly but well it happens so we need to talk about it so let's talk about how these false accusations affect people now according to an explorative study like stumbled upon that was conducted with the use of a self-report questionnaire amongst eight falsely accused men that focused on participants social support system their coping style and their psychological and physical well-being i gathered that these men faced dire situations like oh my god first loss of employment okay i'm not going to list it in a numbered form i'll just call it out i i saw loss of employment dented image of course that's bad for their public image depression moodiness loss of sense and purpose personality change yeah this is this is this shit is scary right this is crazy wrongful imprisonment in cases where you know these men lose the case when there's a setup people can get go to prison like wrongfully Estranglement and loss of capacity for intimacy. This is when a person 
loses the vibe or need for sexual intimacy so a person can think the last time i had sex with consent i was accused wrongly so who is to say that i will not get get accused again right um also trauma ptsd in some severe cases even like aggressiveness and intimidation low self-esteem social stigma cyberbullying like you accuse a person wrongly and people throw the person knowing fully well that you accuse this person falsely you let people throw them just for you to trend that's crazy like i know and then ultimately death either suicide or murder the person can decide to take his life because he cannot handle the pressure or people can even come after him and say oh you you mother you you raped this person so I'm, i just like i have to kill you because i feel that as a rapist you deserve death like dear ladies please please like i'm appealing consider all these things first before accusing an innocent person of rape like with all the stress of trying to lead a normal life a false rape accusation is the last thing our men need please like really so okay well if you cannot consider or if you won't consider these effects now at least at least think of the law okay so according to the according to chapter 12 of the nigerian penal code act that is titled false evidences and offenses relating to the administration of justice a sub chapter offenses relating to evidence number 159 and 160 169 reads whoever gives or fabricates false evidence intending thereby to cause or knowing it to be likely that he would thereby cause a person to be convicted of an offense which is punishable with death shall be punished with imprisonment for a term which may extend to imprisonment for life and shall also be liable to fine number two of 159 says if an innocent person is convicted and executed in consequence of that false evidence the person who gave or fabricated the false evidence shall be punished with death 160 says whoever gives or fabricates false evidence intending thereby to cause or knowing it to be likely that he would thereby cause a person to be convicted of an offense which is not punishable with death but is punishable with imprisonment for a term of seven years or upwards shall be punished as a person convicted of that same offense will be liable to be punished this is, this means if you accuse a person wrongly and the person gets convicted for about seven years and above you're going to get that same punishment when you when it is discovered that you lied or when, you, when that um, false evidence is is uncovered that it was fabricated they're going to serve that same seven years and above so depending on how many years a person was um person was sentenced to so guys ladies ladies please stop accusing men falsely it's a very serious thing like stop that and guys if a lady accuses you falsely by all means get a good lawyer and sue her to court and clear your name and that's on period please clear your names guys don't even like i don't know why well we all know why now i've said the reasons why women accuse men wrongly but then if you if you need to because there was a friend of mine when you know this rape case is trended he literally formulated or like set up a form for sexual consent so he was it's it like he did it he, he took it up as a thing 
if I if you are going to have sex in the future, you are going to sign on this form and say, look, oh, you agree to call, you agree to this, so that it doesn't come up tomorrow that or his head tomorrow that he raped you, or he can just wake up in the morning and say, yeah, this guy raped me. That's crazy, right? Oh well, with these few points of mine, like I always say, I hope I've been able to convince you and educate you on this rape topic so far, false rape accusations, sexual harassment, both legally and emotionally and mentally, okay, you guys just need to be aware so far and I hope I've been able to do a good job. Well, with this, I've come to the end of this two-part rape education series. Of course, do well to share this link and tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody about conversations over coffee so that we can get to interact and all that. Yeah, I'm always here. Of course, you can also follow me on Instagram and join the conversations. Uh, my Instagram handle is ijfemfort. Also on Twitter, ijfemfort. No underscore, no full stop, nothing just ij fem for thank you so much guys for listening i'll talk to you guys on the next episode till then stay safe and keep your head above water and yeah drink more water okay